Before we wander on into the episode, I just want to make sure that everyone goes out there and hits up the YouTube, check out the Spotify, check out Apple, wherever you're listening or watching to this ep- uh, podcast, is to go down, like it, subscribe, hit the bell if it's YouTube, make sure you're getting those reminders. We do put these out every week, um, so make sure you do to do all that. It helps us out, and in the long run, we can make better things. So again, like, subscribe, all that fun stuff. You can almost always get a moment where you feel like it's just you and the forest. Yes. Which is was super awesome to experience. And, and even on the hikes where you are running into people. Well, that's it. Like even the more popular hikes, you can almost always get like, even if it's like five minutes where it's like just you. Yeah. Your your family, friends, or whoever your party's with, right? You can get that feeling where it's it's just like you guys. We can wander our way over, you know, because this is wandering ways. What's Bigfoot possibility? Clink. Hey, how are we doing, my man? Um, you know, I'm just trying to stay dry over here. Cause if I don't know if you've seen, what kind of sucks is this episode doesn't come out live. So, like, I feel like a lot of the efforts, but a lot of people should know what's going on in the Yellowstone region by this episode coming up. They should see the flooding and the travesties and just the just sadness. Yeah, actually, I think this is a great point are a great time to like point out how uh how great the wanderers are because you know one they've been they've i've been let known by the wanderers the wanderers have let me know about it and then two i've had wanderers reach out about what to do now since yellowstone is probably still shut down by the time this comes out you know the southern part of the park is open but um you know northern gardner lamar valley i don't think that's open you know what's also shitty about that southern part that like people don't really understand is they're doing construction on that bridge that goes into tetons too so avoid yellowstone 2022 everybody (laughs) i know it sucks let the animals get back the park give them back the park I mean, they're not even there. The animals are probably not there at all right now. <laughs> I, I know. I saw a comment. This lady, she posted, like, I had to sit my daughter down today and, I, and tell her we're not going to Yellowstone because of the flooding. And her only question was, are the animals all right? And, you know, I, I made the comment, <laughs> the dumb, ignorant comment of, like, the animals are smarter than the people. <laughs> yeah, I mean... I don't know. I mean, for well, okay. So for anybody that's living in a hole, um, you know, Yellowstone's been getting hit by uh, massive flooding, um, and so I mean, it's massive. <laughs> and so uh, they they were reading the water speeds at uh, fourteen thousand cfs, which is insane. Yeah. Um, so it's, uh, I mean, this is the hundred year plane. It, it's records. Nothing has ever been this high in this river before. Yeah, um, but because it's so massive and there's so much water, I'm sure that there's animal casualties 
um for oh 100 yeah you know um i mean this is how you fish flooding this is how fish change rivers and shit yeah is all stuff like this it's crazy how this is uh i mean i don't know if you saw any of jared's footage i mean i'm sure actually i think one of the uh well spoiler alert everybody (laughs) Uh, i think one of the cool shit natures is actually jared's one of jared's videos Um, oh probably it's it's crazy yeah it is crazy because like there's a bridge where the water is going right to the top of it basically and that bridge like a month ago me and jared canoed under it and it was probably 10 feet over our heads (laughs) i know it i mean it's it's crazy because like i was i was watching i was watching it on the news um at the pub the other day and i was like we're looking at it and I go, see that river? See that spot right there? I whitewater rafted right by it. <laughs> like I know exactly though. where that that house is and that right there. I know exactly because I've been by it. I was on that river pedaling. I think I was even guiding at this part of the trek. <laughs> you were. And that river was moving then. Yeah, right. Like <laughs> you know what I mean? This is crazy. This is historic. It's not. No, you saw the pictures of Main Street and Red Lodge. Yeah, I mean, it's just River Rocks. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know if you can call it a street anymore. (laughs) Right? It's nuts. It is crazy. I mean, here in Billings uh, today, the the water was about 10 feet on Monday. Today, it's up to 17 on the Yellowstone River. Yeah. So I'm sure uh, it's all the downwash from it, you know? Yeah. And the wedding venue where we're having the wedding is... uh, it has little puddles. It's not quite all the way flooded yet, but it's expected to go down tomorrow. So, so we should be good, but it's crazy, man. This whole, they're talking about changing how, where they even place the roads in the park because it broke those water plants. So it changes the ecology and all the other, you know, just factors of like, no, this is the new hundred year plane. I know. I remember. I remember you. You mentioned that to me. Uh, I think on the phone earlier. Um, and yeah. like I was, I was sitting thinking about it later, and I was like, I was more thinking about like when are they going to open up this park again? But because they have this change, right? You're going to have to do a whole lot of research <laughs> in figuring out where to like put the roads. Like this is uh, this not a. It's not going to be an easy task. Mother Earth took two days. Two days gone. It was to Mother Earth that was a. <laughs> yeah. But here's some, have I taken you up to the teepee rings there in Gardner? No. In the in park. No. So that sucks because like you, you you've it. talked about it, you've pointed it out. We've we've stopped near it, but we've never actually gone because there's no trail, right? No, yeah, there's a trail. You just have to you have to know what you're looking for. Oh. Uh, like there's a, there's a different hiking trail that goes by them. Oh, okay, okay. If that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. But so they're up on this hill, right away from the river. Yeah, that's where natives camped everybody. But oh, white settler, let's build it right on the river. Well, it's pretty. Like, exactly. <laughs> pretty comes at a cost. Here's your cost. Like, like I saw. A, I mean, it sucks. There's memories. That's your shit. Like, you don't know what to do. Your whole life is turned upside down. I'm sorry. That does suck. But 
that comes with the cost. You know, I saw some guy, he was uh, 40 years ago. He's 70 some years old now. He built his house on the Stillwater River and that river is flooding right now. And his house is gone. It just wiped it away basically. And everyone like, like, oh, that sucks. You know, he built it himself, but it's like, that's the consequence of living on the river is, you know, yeah, for 40 years, it might work out, but that 41st year rolls around and that flood, you know, you have to be ready for the worst. Like Oklahoma, would you be surprised if a tornado wiped out your house in Oklahoma? No, because you're in tornado alley. Like you gotta just think like the Indians put their teepees up on the hill for a reason. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's the gamble you run. I mean, I don't, I don't think about flooding warnings um, where I come from. I think about, you know, tsunamis. <laughs> so, which is, which is essentially a flood of the ocean if we really get like break it down. <laughs> so, um, you're not building your house in the tsunami zone, probably, if you're living on the coast. Uh, well, uh, I don't know. I mean, it's difficult because, like, you might. <laughs> Well, it's difficult because you got to know where the true tsunami like zones are, right? Like where I went to elementary school, it's not an elementary school anymore. In fact, they sold the property. I don't know what they're doing with it. But um, when I was like in second grade, we actually had an earthquake that we felt from Alaska. We had to do the earthquake drill, get to the high point, afraid of the tsunamis, right? I think I got to, I think I was like in Oregon State. And they redid the tsunami zone stuff. Our highest point, like where we evacuated to at my elementary school, that would would be underwater. (laughs) So like, there's no point of evacuating then. Oh, oh yeah. I mean, even high school, like we, uh, we'd have tsunami drills, obviously, right? And it would take us 45 minutes to get to the safe zone. Yeah, basically, like, I remember being in high school going, like, you know, if this actually happens, like, we're probably done because we have to cross a bridge. (laughs) But you do have time in a tsunami sometimes. They do have hour warnings. (laughs) It depends on where the earthquake hits, right? Yeah, it could be anywhere. It could be anywhere from, like, five minutes to, like, hours. (laughs) Right, like eight hours. Because, like, Hawaii will be on those warnings sometimes when other islands, those volcanoes erupt, you know? Like when, when Japan had theirs, you know, yeah. um, that's always the tsunami story I talk about because that one, the big one that happened in Japan, I was, I was like, I think I was a senior in high school actually. And I remember I woke up late for school and I went down and I was like, oh, I woke up late. Sorry. My parents go like, oh no, school's canceled. Tsunami. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, huh? They're like, yeah, school's canceled. Tsunami. And I was like, like how close? Like <laughs> we gotta pack up. <laughs> Cause yeah, like you guys live on the coast. So yeah, like, you know, they're like, no, it's in Japan. We're fine. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, I was like, I mean, I guess, but like <laughs> they were so nonchalant. They're like, no, you're good. Tsunami. <laughs> ah, you're fine. <laughs> yeah. I remember thinking, like, oh, good. Next time there's a fire, maybe I'll get a hey, wake up. <laughs> right no that's good man that's good but it's life right we're just living it it is it is uh speaking of coast though uh the reason why you guys are probably here today not to talk about water although uh this park does get a lot of water 
Um, yeah, we're doing tsunami zones. And it's, yeah, it's kind of, it all mixes, it all makes sense together. Um, <laughs> but uh, no, no, we are doing another good old Wandering Ways breakdown uh, of the Redwoods National Park. We haven't like devoted a true episode to the breakdown. Um, we no, have a more small just... one uh, when we talk about a good old uh, the Sasquatch docu series about the uh, where they framed our boy Big about murdering those uh, weed farmers. Yeah, uh, but this him. time we're devoting the whole shablamo. <laughs> no, I like it. I like that we're getting into this. I, you know, even the episode you guys don't want to scroll that far. We get it. Um, so we thought we'd bring it to you more of a true breakdown, more what to do in the Redwoods. You know, you've heard a lot of like what we've done. I mean, heck, when we started the podcast, that's where you were. Yeah. So heard a lot about them. You were in them. Um, we've talked about Hyperion multiple times. <laughs> exactly. The world's tallest tree. I have that. Right? It's 379 is what it says. Probably 380 now. Uh, maybe I don't know erosion. You know, went down like the the roots, like they exposed themselves. About no, I'm just kidding. I hope not. I mean, last I time I was at Hyperion, it was a good little. I mean, there was no roots being shown. No, I was just kidding. The measurement, like saying, like it didn't grow taller, but the ground grew shorter. Oh, 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 oh. But, <laughs> the <yeah>. stick. <laughs> <laughs> they used a uh, fun fact to measure it. They used actually just a classic ruler and they did the whole, like, you know, you're here and then you flip it and then you flip it. They, they really? <laughs> no. Probably like a string, really. Uh, I think oh. that, I think they use a string or what a lot of times they'll do is they'll get like, um, you know, those old like stargaze things they use to navigate. Oh the angle like they use yeah the they'll them. they'll use like that to measure it um you know they, they have way better technology you know they don't have to i don't think it's some guy that's out there with like a tape measure he's got his little thing he's like all right here we go <laughs> if it was you all you got to do is you just go like this put your hand on it and go yep 379 <laughs> <laughs> for sure <laughs> for sure <laughs> There, um the guy that there because people have climbed it um, he's a professor the guy that discovered it and climbed it um he's a professor at humble now cal poly humble everybody i'm i'm surprised you haven't like tried to climb at redwood it's different than like a um like rock climbing because if you think of like how the trunk is, right, your grip's yeah. more your grip's more here where your fingers are to the sides rather than like on. Yeah, I get that. And but it's I... more of like, you actually, once you get the rope up, it's like more of a, um, I think it's a walk, uh, right? Like you're walking. Yeah, up. I can't think of the term where you kind of just you use the thing and you kind of like yeah. pull yourself up. It's not like true climbing. It's not like rock climbing where it's like, all right. All right, I got someone down below. It's time to climb, you know. But I'm surprised. I'm still surprised you didn't try it. Like, I feel like you you like getting up places. Like, I feel like the trees would have been one of them. Oh, I mean, I would love to climb a tree, but like the closest branch to grab is like 100 feet in the air. Right. <laughs> so, right. You have to climb a lot of trunk before you get to the branches. <laughs> right. No. Ice picks. Oh, be, it's hurting the tree. We don't want to hurt the tree. Dude, those trees can take fire, which is really cool. Yeah, they, I mean, they can take a lot. Um, yeah. But 
No, no but, but we're breaking down the park. We can talk about this park all day. And I honestly have yeah. no problem talking about this park all day. But, you know, gonna, any of our friends at Subpar Parks even have words to say about this park. It's just trees and coast, everybody. I have that sticker on my water bottle. I know. It's a great <laughs> so, yeah. Check out Subpar Parks. They got great stuff. Stickers, posters, books, calendars. She even does calendars. Oh, um, shit. I like, I mean, I like that stuff. Cause I mean, to me, it's like, you get that funny thing. Cause it's like, that's why we have this breakdown is it's more, it's more than just trees and coast. It's good times. It's good memories. It's yeah. unique culture. I mean that like, if you want to get into the people in these towns and the, just the culture of Northern California, especially this coastal Northern California, where the redwoods are, that's so cool and unique to itself. You know, and that's just the people. Yes, 100%. Um, but no, so how to get to the park? We'll start easy, basic. How the hell do you get to the park? Uh, honestly, it's pretty tough. <laughs> um, you know, driving is probably uh, the best bet. I oh. would say cheapest, but you know, with gas prices nowadays, who knows? Uh, you could fly into the Arcata Airport, which is actually in McKinleyville um which makes sense because like if you fly in that's a smaller airport it's one of those type of trips um if you are doing that you have um, to connect through either san francisco denver or la so oh wow yeah so not fun at all but you're you're in there if you're flying in and that's kind of the best way to get in i mean i guess you could maybe fly into a reading and then drive over um yeah but that's what you're, you're, you're essentially driving into the park, right? You're coming up one-on-one from the North. You're coming up one-on-one from Oregon in the South, you know, going South. Yeah. Uh, if I, if you were to not fly into Arcata, the yeah. place I would actually probably fly into is Medford. Uh, oh, yeah. A little bit bigger of an airport than like Reading. Okay. Um, so that's probably a better option airport wise, but I mean, you're still from there, you're looking at, well, how long did it take us the uh, other weekend when you were down here? Like four three, hours? Four, yeah, three, four hours. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, it was like three hours to Crescent City. And then from Crescent City to like Humboldt's another hour. Right. Um, but you're hitting the park in Crescent City. You know? And you're you're getting the vibe, which I like, because this park is such a unique park with your, what you're saying. No matter which way I think you're driving through, you're getting the vibe of the park before you actually hit the park, you're starting to see some big trees. You're starting to see that Northern California majesty. You know, mm -hmm. you get, you even get it a little bit coming in right when you're in Cave Junction, Oregon, and you're on that road coming in, you start getting it right after Cave Junction, Junction you start getting that feel. Um, and you're just like, wow, this is, you're driving by this big, this, I think it's the Smith River. You're yeah. Looking at these giant trees, you're like, oh my god! If you have one of those like moon roofs, sun roofs, open it up because you see like these things for just this immaculate glory of what they are. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, but regardless, you know, if you come from the north, you know, from Oregon, um, Crescent City is the first place you're gonna hit. Uh, that's like Jedediah Smith State Park. Um, the technically the national park is a part of it too um you know and so you'll hit some big trees i mean the titans grove is uh in crescent city and that's got um that's got i think like five or six of the tallest trees in the world 
um, that yeah. grove alone. And that's what you said. It, one of those trees is probably on pace to pass Hyperion, correct? Yes, I think, I think so. But I think it's like right now the tree that's on on pace to pass um, Hyperion is like only like eight or seven in the list. Oh, so it's got like ten. Yeah, it's a young tree, so might not. You well, know. yeah, you, you know, climate change is a thing, you know, so. <laughs> right, um, as, as we're experiencing here at the Yellowstone. Yeah. Right? Um, but no, oh. Jedediah Smith, that area is really cool. Um, you know, first time I've really explored it um, was this last time when you were out here. And most of the time I spent most of my time down in like the Humble Avenue Giants, Oric, that area. But it um, makes sense, right? It, and well, that's yeah, it's way closer, you know. But that's what's kind of cool about this park, too, is no matter what way you're coming into it, even if you fly in, right, you're going to break it up. You're going to go in a direction. You're going to, you're going to find things. And, and that's what's cool about, like, trees, right? They grow in these groves, right? They don't – it's not like Yellowstone, like, here's the border. It's like, no, like, these ones grew here. Those ones grew yeah. there. Um, you get some by the coast, some that are, like – you don't see the coast, but you're on, the, you know, you're on this path. And I, I liked it. I mean, I like the Crescent City spot that we were at. Like, you know, that's a good, that was my first time there too. And it was, it was, you know, I, it's one of those ones you'll go back to. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, I definitely want to go uh, check out that area a little bit more. Um, maybe I'll be doing it about the time this comes out just because I'll have a little bit of time. Um, I don't know exactly when this comes out, but, um, but no, so that's the Crescent city, you know, that's Jedediah Smith. Um, you know, you'll drive through the, the trees on your way, like to like Oric, which is and Prairie Creek, which is kind of like the true hub of the national park. I would say those are your main visitor center. I mean, you have the visitor center in Crescent City and you have like some of the other like state park visitor centers. And the, there's another one down south, the uh, uh, Thomas H. Kiko. Oh, no, that's the one in Oric. I'm, I'm thinking of the, the Hoochie, H-I-O-U-C-H-I visitor center, uh, th which are more south. But like you said, I think those ones are the true, like when you get that true visitor center field right in the middle there yeah yeah uh, the one right by auric is the big one um, yeah you know that's the one that's that's your classic kind of um visitor center and that's actually it's a cool spots right on the beach um you know you'll go you have all the like fun info um that's where you go to get the code for tall trees grove um which i believe you still have to uh request 24 hours in advance i know they switched it when covid happened and i think you still have to i have to double check it probably is there's a lot of those that's you know covid changed but it's stuck because it's like hey kind of works out well <laughs> yeah i know but it, it's still like i don't know that's even one like you could easily change back and you could still monitor it because you have it's to not. go to the visitor center and say hey i would like to go to tall trees grove and then they'll be like, yeah, sure. Here's the code. What's your car? How many people? You know, that kind of deal. Yeah, no, that's fair. Because it's also one of the coolest things about this park is it's not that crowded. So, like, you, you're you right. You can do that. Like, it's easy for, like, us to go do it in a day. Um, mm -hmm. I like that. You know, it's a, it's a cool, it's cool, unique in that sense. You know, it's different. It's, it's a different park. <laughs> It, it is. I mean, I mean, 
it's also one you have to really go to in order to really appreciate it. Yeah. And I mean, it, it, I forced my parents to go there last summer, you know? Yeah. And, you know, when you, I've said it ever, I say it all the time about those trees. You don't understand. You think I'm crazy. I'm just talking about trees until you get into the trees. <laughs> well, it's where the official tree huggers come from. And it makes sense. Yeah. You know, that's why I want to go to Sequoia because I know what the redwoods do to me. I can just imagine what those massive beasts of sequoias would do. Right? So I was kind of thinking of getting into sport fishing again, but I feel like I need a good quality net. Well, you know what, Reverend? I got the key solution for you. You know, our friends at Blue Ribbon Net make this eco-friendly aquafade bag so you're not hurting the environment it's 100% biodegradable plus the wood is locally sourced and it is also biodegradable and it's just such a great company to use um, the blue ribbon nets they're here in Bozeman Montana and we even have a discount code that's right if you use the code rugaroo 10 that's right that's my jeep the rugaroo rugaroo 10 R-U-G-A-R-U-1-0. Uh, you're going to get some discount on a blue ribbon net. You know, you can get the long one if you're fishing the big fish, or you can get just the good river one, you know, if you're like me and just want to catch a lot of fish. So again, make sure you go check out Blue Ribbon and use the promo code RUGAROO. Hey, hey there, Reverend. Um, I heard that you might be running dry on your sticker supplier. Yeah, I've been looking around and I've kind of like run out of cool stickers to buy and put on water bottles and stuff. Well, I, I mean, have you seen the stuff Josh has been coming out with lately? No, I have not. Well, he is doing some really cool stuff with the Shop LS574. Yes, they're working with indigenous communities and making some really cool stickers. Um, he has a really cool buffalo mountain sticker. There's even water bottles, hats, sweatshirts, the whole swag. And we even got a discount code for you guys. Yes, if you use Wandering Ways at Shop LS574, you're going to be getting a discount on your next purchase. But not only that, you're going to be giving a percentage of that sale to the Little Shell Tribe, as well as they donate a dollar of every sale to murdered and missing indigenous women so just such a cool thing going on there you know you use the code wandering ways w-a-n-d-e-r-i-n-g w-a-y-s and you put that in there boom you're getting a discount so yeah when you go so if you're still going from north to south here, right? You've done, done Crescent City, Jedi Smith. You keep going. Mm -hmm. You'll hit Trees of Mystery, um, which, you know, we talked about um, because we actually went and did it. Um, super cool. Um, kind of highly recommend you get in the trees. You can, you can walk up in them, which is super, super awesome. Uh, if you don't want to do the tall trees to go hike up in the, like, in the redwoods, uh, you can, if you make your way all the way to Eureka, Eureka's got the, the Eureka Zoo. I think it's like the Sequoia Zoo or something. 
Okay. Um, they have a uh, redwood walk as well. So you oh. end up in the redwoods there at the zoo. Um, they're in Eureka, California. Oh, nice. Nice. I didn't know about that second one there. I mean, I'm sure you brought it up before. Uh, but... It's fairly new. So uh, okay. I think it's like less than five years. I mean, I think you brought it up on when we went to Trees of Mystery. Yeah, uh, we, I, I probably have. Um, but it's fairly new. I, I, I've actually never went to that zoo. Um, but um, no. So if you if you're still going south, don't want to do the trees of mystery. You know, you didn't miss your chance to go hike up into the trees. You can go do uh, the Eureka Sequoia Zoo there. Um, right there too. Right, right, uh, right there by Trees of Mystery. Uh, you have the Yurok Reservation, and Matt likes to get his smoked salmon. So if you're in the smoked salmon, I know that's a big part of the culture and the rivers up there. Uh, I saw actually in one of these books here I was reading where the salmon and redwoods kind of coexist together. Uh, they, they need one another, which is kind of yeah. cool. So, yeah, those trees are big for the ecosystem. Um, Huge. A more, yeah. A lot more important than people really uh, think. Um, but no, going, if when you go past trees of mystery, uh, the next big kind of stop in terms of the park, because the park's pretty split up, spread out. Yeah. Um, it's, you're going to be, we're talking Prairie Creek, uh, Oric, uh, Tall Trees Grove, which we kind of mentioned a little bit. You have to go to the visitor center in Oric and you drive down. Super cool grove. Highly recommend. Um, that's another grove. I think it's got like three, I think like three of the tallest trees. Um, you know, yeah. It's like basically the Titans Grove and Tall Trees Grove have the like 10 highest or tallest uh, trees between those two groves. Interesting. That's it's interesting. But it also kind of when you see that they're also close to the ocean and it or makes they're um, they're close to water like a river. Yeah. And, and part of that. Well, also, is it I wonder because rivers are foggy, right? Uh, they, they say they, they get 70% of their water through the fog. Mm -hmm. So I wonder if that helps that, that growth. But I like that Prairie Creek too, because that's where you'll see the elk. Yes. If you want to, you know, in that part of the national park and, and the state park, you'll see the, you'll start to see some elk uh, close to the visitor center or the campground there. Yeah. You'll see them right there at the campground. Um, uh. That was really cool. And then it, that those meadows, when you get like, around those trees then you get into those like meadows it's a, it's a surreal feeling yeah um, um i like that that prairie creek campground's pretty good i mean we stayed in it uh the time with it was you me and tyler uh, yeah i like that one you tried to put your hammock strap around redwood and couldn't yeah i couldn't do it um need a little bit bigger strap uh really wanted to just couldn't do it <laughs> i think you're an eighth of the way or something yeah i wasn't even close <laughs> i know but um no that it's that's a real cool um spot uh, prairie creek that's a from the prairie creek kind of visitor center you can do a hike that takes you to fern canyon um which we've talked about fern canyon before fern canyon's super cool it's this like small little canyon uh the ferns roll it up yeah zach's got the picture of it right there um watch lost world jurassic park movie um you'll see they film part of it there um it's super super cool uh that area just in general is really really cool uh if you don't want to do the long hike and it's not crazy long uh you can drive 
basically to the Can Fern Canyon. Um, you have to have a car that can go in a little bit of water. Um, okay. Good to know. Good to know. Uh, but and you also that technically when you drive to it, it turns into state park. So oh. you have to pay a state park fee. Um, I think it's like 10 bucks. Interesting. Um, but that no. gets you into Fern Canyon and Patrick's Point, which is another state park that's a little bit uh, farther south on the road. So you can double dip if you wanted. Uh, your uh, fee for Fern Canyon will get you into Patrick's Point, too. Oh, cool. And that's also close to that Gold's Bluff Beach I see on the map here. Yeah. Uh, if you're into agate hunting, that area uh, on the beaches, awesome for agate hunting. Uh, I know that because I've done a lot of that. I got a little jar just behind me right here of all the little agates that I've uh, found in my hunting, agate hunting days. <laughs> oh, cool. No, that's really cool. That's, uh, I mean, I'm, I, I like, you know, when we were down there, we were walking on the Crescent City Beach. I was able to find that sand dollar. So, yeah, you're into beachcombing. Beachcombing is a lot of fun. No. um sometimes you'll find the glass balls you'll find like glass balls uh yeah. i don't know where they come from uh i heard up in lincoln city and stuff they'll actually hide them and put them on the beach and stuff like there's pl places that do that oh yeah i i low-key believe it um yeah. but no you go beachcombing you'll find all sorts of cool shit oh. and uh, i mean well speaking of cool shit it's time for cool shit in nature. Uh, today we're we're thrown back to uh, what we talked about at the beginning. Um, Keep it real, you know. Yeah, we're talking Yellowstone flood. So we're gonna open up with this first one. This one comes from the Yellowstone Instagram page. Um, oh yeah, this wrote this is. Uh, I think this is right there. In between Mammoth and Gardner, right? I think so. Um, actually, I'm more because I think that's like the spot they're at right now. Is like, look at that car, he's blocked in completely. No, yeah, he's trapped. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's nuts. So, the, for the people just listening, this is a helicopter view of like the road, and the water is a flowing hard, and there's <laughs> just chunks of the road just gone, like, you can't. You can't even like go in the other lane type deal. Can't like, even go up on the hill to drive around it. That's how bad it is. Yeah. I mean, if you're, if you're in the little zone, I mean, that's it. You're done. You, there's no in or out there. <laughs> so yeah, that is. So you see off to the right there, that little trail going up that hill, right? Yeah. There at the end? Well, that's I think that with the start of this video is where we always see the uh, bighorn sheep. Yep. And at the end there, that little trail, that's where the teepee rings are, where it's green and there's no river flowing. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, I just, did you see did you see the video from ABC Montana with the boulders and shit coming down and there's that yeah. guy in like the red suburban and you're just like oh my god yeah yeah that uh, that one is nuts yeah um this one this one's not in Yellowstone it's close and this is the one I think that's Jared's video oh this is Jared's yeah, yeah. Mill Creek right there the Yellowstone River yeah but I love because this one you see the the bridge and the water's at the bridge <laughs> and that's oh. the bridge that was like 10 12 15 feet above our heads literally a month ago on a canoe mm -hmm. and yeah i mean it's it's kind of nuts <laughs> yeah it's 
Yeah. Well, he did take a picture of this 12 hours later and it did recede a little bit, which was good. But they're expected to get more rains and the temperatures are supposed to reach like 100 degrees this weekend. So expect more. Nice. So, uh, you know, I don't know. Get a boat or a surfboard and uh, Calabunga, dude. Yeah, he said he wanted to go park his Jeep in a puddle and uh, fish off the top of it in like a puddle somewhere. Uh, and last one is of, uh, I'm sure a lot of people have seen oh, this one. The house going in yeah, the park it's house. The house. And so that's employee housing. I heard that they were there for four years, that family that lived in that one. Oh, really? That's what I, I mean, it could be wrong, but that's what I heard. But it's just yeah. like, you sit here, you're watching. This one's probably one of my favorite one angles of this, of this house. Cause there's some other angles from the other side. Yeah, I've but seen the one... other sides. Um, you know, this is the this is the stretch where, like, you know, we know the house. Like, there we it... water rafted past that house. There it goes. There it goes. Yeah, oh, that's so nuts. Like, just the way that earth is just being eaten out from under it. Just, like, it's nothing. You know, like, it's you, you see story or you see videos like this, and then like. You think about, like, if you go do, like, the Gulf down in, like, Alabama, the Gulf there, um, Louisiana, where they have these houses, like, on the fucking beach where yeah. they're, like, stilted up. You're yeah. like, I always thought they were fucking crazy. <laughs> right? No, this is this is wild. This changes so much in that park. Oh, yeah. This, uh, you know, so what I compared it to was – the 1970s the fire in yellowstone oh that's what this will do you will see so many interpretive bullshit that the park puts out on the flood of 2022 they will mark my words ranger zach you heard it here first (laughs) oh of course they will you know you'll see signs of like you know they see the glaciers where it's like um you know this was this year this was this year you know it'll be like the water line of 2022 <laughs> it's gonna be yeah but just think of the interpretive stuff too that they'll create yeah. the the like not not the like the movies and stuff too that the park puts out yeah crazy crazy but we're not talking about that park anymore we're going right back into the redwoods so I, I think kind of where's the next spot from Oric you trying to say is that Eureka McKinleyville, the heart of Humboldt. So that's a good resting point if you want to break up the days, I think. You know, if you want to do like the north section first and then get into the southern section, I think that's that's a good, you know, you're going to have your best choice at hotels, Airbnbs in this area. Mm-hmm. Yes, uh, 100%. You're going to have, uh, I if you're looking, if you're not wanting to go the camping route, um for to visit this park uh arcada eureka humboldt or crescent city are the two places that i would go to and make as like your base um because even if you're like crescent city our drive to the southern parts of it Humboldt, you know our drive to jedediah smith parts of the park um so either one, you're like, okay, and you're driving through parts of the park anyway. Uh, the Humboldt area might be a little bit better just because you can go south and you can hit, uh, you know, you can hit Avenue of the Giants. Um, you can hit the Sequoia Zoo that I mentioned earlier, but Avenue of the Giants is super, super cool. Um, that was, I think, taking my parents on that because we, 
we took 101 down to the Chandler tree all the way at the bottom. And I will talk about more of that when we get down there, but we took 101 and then we took the Avenue of Giants back. And my dad was just in awe of like, yeah. holy crap, this is so cool. It, it, it is when you that's, they do a really good job with the drive. Cause you, I mean, you're driving, there's a lot of spots on even like even 101, you end up driving like in that area, you're like, bam, you're like, you know, there's, they like bump the, the uh, speed limit down to like, I think 20 because you're like literally dodging trees. <laughs> right. Yeah. You see the trees that trucks have hit. And yeah. Stuff. yeah. So, um, even by Crescent city, there's a spot too like that, but um, no Avenue, of the giants is really cool to just drive and stop anywhere. You know, they have tons of groves you can go and stop by um, and cool. check out. And those little towns, right? Even those just little like tourist towns that love, you know, you see all the wooden carvings or the, the, you get your red, redwood sweatshirt and you see the people like the, I think is interesting is the homeless people that decided to like live in the trees. I think you get more of that on the Avenue of Giants uh, than anywhere else. I mean, for the tourist spots, really like, yeah, yeah, you gotta go go get off the beaten path to go really find them, but you see a little bit more of it on the Avenue of Giants. Yeah, well, Avenue Giants. I mean, that's where the Christmas tree is, or one of the albino uh, redwoods are. Um, so that's always cool um, yeah. kind of stop to make. Um, that's a super cool kind of trippy tree. Um, but honestly, like when you go, if you go in like the spring, you have like the clovers. Um, oh it's yeah, super cool to have the clovers. Uh, that's why I love like the tall trees grove because uh, the first time I went to tall trees grove there were a bunch of clovers and like it's so it was so weird because the clovers like made the boundary for the path so oh. you would think like it was this man-made path but like I, I feel like you can't get the clovers to like grow in that pattern well enough to make it, it's such a trippy feel because you feel like nature made the path that you're on. Oh, okay. I get what Yeah. And I, I mean, I, that's what I loved about And that, that grove's cool anyway. Um, but yeah, you, you just walk through like the clovers and they like make this path. You're like, you're like, yeah, next thing I know, I'm going to come across, you know, fairies or elves making fudge. So, <laughs> oh, that's cool. I mean, that's really cool. And that's what you get that vibe in the Redwoods, you know. And I, I definitely recommend at these spots, you know, you take the Avenue of Giants, you take like Jedediah Grove or, you know, the tight Grove of Titans. Just park the car and do the, the mile loop or the, the little loops because there's a lot of that going on in these parks. And, exactly what you're saying you get those those fairy tale feelings walking through uh those little hikes you know and, and there's good places like i think even you know you if you aren't like as able-bodied to hike and whatnot you're able to get off and maybe you know there, it's flatter in places and some than others so you do get experience it a little bit yeah what's nice about like the redwoods in general is uh you know there's not a lot of long hikes like long right. distance stuff. There is some backcountry stuff. Um, you know, by the tall trees grove, there's some backcountry stuff in there. Um, but like uh in general, you know, you're really most of the hikes I would say are less than are less than like four miles. Um, yeah, yeah. There it's much. a lot of like little loops, um, stuff like that. 
Um, you know, of course you do hit longer ones every once in a while, but like the majority are these short little loops. You can hit a few in a day. Um, yeah, exactly. This growth, this growth, this growth, this growth, and just kind of make your way through them. Well, and an interesting thing too, you know, kind of on the Avenue Giants, you have a lot of that uh, too, is that's a lot of state parks. Uh, you kind of get out of the national park, you know, the national park kind of ends there uh, in Oric, you know, that's kind of like some of the last actual part of the national park that you see yeah. you get into the state parks and they're just as good. Right. Um, it's interesting uh, too, because around the state parks, you get like the private, the private land where people have kept the trees and you have the, like, just like the communities in the trees, like it's just unique. Um, mm. It takes you like, what else? I'm trying to think what else, what else we've seen down there uh, taking the Avenue of Giants, just the crazy things. I mean, you follow like those rivers. There's a lot of cool rivers up there, which when you think of Northern California, it's like, when you think of California, you do not think like get these pictures you know what I mean? Like, this is one, what, what most people think of California. They don't picture the redwoods. They don't picture, like, the nature and the beauty that these places offer, you know? hundred like, percent. Uh, I love it. Yeah, this is, I always get a big kick out of it. Because, um, like, like Humboldt, Humboldt is in Northern California. And when you say, like, California coast, people think, like, 70-degree weather, beautiful beaches. Type. That's not Humboldt like nope. at all Humboldt is more like Oregon coast if you said Oregon coast you have this idea of what Oregon coast is that's what Humboldt is right and, and it's not I always make the joke like Ashland to Medford is in Oregon but it really kind of feels more like the true northern California like Redding and all that stuff <laughs> so right it's like it's like the two states should trade almost <laughs> no i get that because you you're absolutely with that coast right to me it's like that northern california coast even up into olympic you yeah. can almost call it the oregon coast because it's yeah. like it's all the same vibe mm -hmm. you know but and the people are very similar and how they act and the way they go to the big cities kind of like you know like in washington the way they use seattle and oregon the way they use portland you know just that like yeah, the you know, the, if, you're, if, if you're living in like Monterey Bay, California, no one is calling you a coasty. But right. if you're living, if you're living in Yahats, Oregon, you're you're being called a coasty. You know, yeah. <laughs> you're yeah. being called a coasty the whole way up. You know, you, if you're living in like. Um, you know long beach washington you're called a coasty <laughs> well, and that's exactly it's 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 a coasty it's not yeah. the beaches you, yeah they call them the oregon beaches but it's the coast the coast yeah th yeah that's that's totally true it's the it's the coast <laughs> so i love it i i mean i love that whole area um because you kind of you when you hit that southern part of the park you you in the parks you know you kind of do tail away from uh you just kind of tail away from it all yeah yeah i think that one of the biggest perks and you touched on it earlier but one of the biggest perks about this park is it's not crowded yeah. so when you do get into these hikes right you can almost always get a moment where you feel like it's just you and the forest yes which uh -huh. is was super and awesome to experience and and even on the hikes where you are running into people 
Well, that's it. Like even the more yeah. popular hikes, you yeah. can almost always get like, even if it's like five minutes where it's like just you. Yeah. <laughs> you I, your, your family, friends, or whoever your party's with, right? You can get that feeling where it's, it's just like you guys in the forest. Right. No, I totally get that. The one place, and I think that's what I kind of consider the southern point of the Redwoods is that Leggett, you know, you get down to Leggett, California, down to the Chandler Tree, uh, you get into Leggett, stop at the Peg House, great place to eat, does not look as advertised on off the highway, but you get there, it's amazing, gotta throw that out there, but, but you get to go to the Chandler Tree, and that's, I think that's one of my favorites, because you can actually drive a car, I mean, there's other trees you can drive cars through, um, there's one up in, by Yurok that you can do, yeah, but, but this one is the iconic one. Yeah, I mean, it's always cool to drive a car through a tree. I mean, you can do it in the sequoias too, but um, it's different. But, oh yeah, it's way different. Uh, but no, the Chandler tree is really cool. I I like the Chandler tree. I think uh, it's 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 the shape of it, the size of it. Yeah, they look. You know, even that little park and visitor center they got is neat. You know, I saw when we went with my parents. They they were setting up for a wedding, like over on one of the meadows. That'd be a great place for a wedding. That's probably where you're going to have your wedding. Is the redwoods? I could see that. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I got to find someone to marry first. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, <laughs> so yeah. if you're interested, hit up the Instagram oh. <laughs> at Reverend Marcus. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, going to internet, get, getting the call out on the podcast. Send pics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Send your applications now to uh, to yeah. Wandering Ways Podcast at gmail.com. W A N D E R I N G W A Y S P O D C A S T at G M A I L dot C O M. Put in the subject line like uh, you know, future spouse of Reverend Mark. <laughs> Oh my god, that would be hilarious if we actually got some emails. That would be funny. Uh, if we got some of those, that would be. That would be hilarious. I will I will pay you. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm not. I'm broke. I'm broke. <laughs> no, no, but what... the Chandler tree, that area is um super cool to be able. And one of my favorite actually photos that um we've ever really taken um on any of our trips is the Polaroid uh with your old Kia Soul. Right? Because it's such, what I love about it is the Polaroid ads makes it feel like it's old, right? right. That it was taken in like the 80s. But, you know, it's, a very, it's still very modern. So, and it just fits really well with everything that's like that whole, the tree, the car, everything. So, like, that's one of my favorite photos we've ever taken. That is a good one. That is a really good one. Um I like, you know, I couldn't take the Jeep through it. The roof rack was too tall. Yeah. <laughs> um, couldn't do that. Josh got to take his tree or his car through the tree. I think he was kind of cool, cool about that. And there was even, there's another drive through tree where it's kind of split. Mm -hmm. And we drove through in Josh's car and they have like a park where it's like, they have a redwood that's on the, like on its side. That's like, you could drive your car up on top of it. And like oh. things like that, which are kind of right. cool. But, you know, you talk about people, right? We talk about people and it not being crowded. 
but the last time you and I were there just, just a couple months ago, um, the one thing that really stood out to me was we saw a sign that so showed like what a million people or 250,000 people, half a million people, something like that come to the park every year. Oh yeah. Or come to this spot, this one yeah. spot. Um, you may get like 10 to 25 deer a year in this spot and like three bears. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's just like, that's it. And that's the wildlife. You have the elk. They even say there's mountain lions, like, but you don't, you don't see them. And that's, that's the interesting with that part. Cause you like, yeah, you see birds, but like, even then the birds are up way higher in the trees. They're not down below. You're not really seeing them as much. Flying um, squirrels. I don't know. I haven't seen them. I haven't either, but I heard they're there. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing I have seen is the banana slug. Yeah. Yeah. The banana slug. Um, you know, and the insects. they have like, a, isn't it like a mink or something too? Oh, but those things are so rare to find anywhere. Yeah, that's true. They were hunted for their soft fur by the white. I mean, I'm not a fan of it, but you know, I know, I know. I know. I'm not out there killing them. Um, <clears throat> I love, I love putting you on the spot sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> I know you call me out for being whitey, and I'm like, yo, listen, I get it. You white people suck. I'm on, I'm like on team, like fuck white people, <laughs> right? I think I say it more than anyone around. <laughs> <laughs> I know you do. I didn't know, too, these trees, they, the big ones, the ones around that Hyperion size, 370 feet, they say are about 2,200 years old. Oh, yeah, they old as hell. Yeah, they've seen a lot. They have. Um, but anyways, I got to be that guy. We're getting to the end. We're running out of time today. Um, we're running out of the time that we normally do. Um, but it is time for our... Final words. So, final words, my guy. All right, my man. Uh, for my final words, I'm going to first start it off. I'm going to thank our friends at Wild Ridge Farms. Look at this box they sent me. Look how big this thing is, right? Damn. Full of jerky for our upcoming trips. Matt's not allowed to touch it because because he's already bringing his own jerky he said <laughs> and he doesn't share i had that conversation with uh, with him or with jared the other day it's like matt will provide like he'll he'll say he's chipping in on a trip like he's chipping in uh like money or whatever his his chipping in is his snacks right but it's like here have my jerky now that i'm snacking on it but you can have a piece or two and I'll finish it right now. Yeah. And that's it. That's his contribution. <laughs> yeah. He, he does. He really just does con contribute like a handful, <laughs> but I mean, I'll give you, cause I know you haven't tried it yet. I mean, you see on the Ruguru that Matt does the jerky review on the Ruguru. If you really want to watch or on the YouTube, I've been uploading some of those videos as well as the, the Bigfoot moments of peace videos so it's just simple short nature videos you can see but they got the korean barbecue which is my favorite and then they got their original but it's good stuff out of uh canada ontario canada is where they're located and they said you know we're going to help the wandering ways crew out so i was like oh thank you i just definitely wanted to give them a shout out and a thank you uh officially here on the podcast for feeding us a little bit <laughs> there we but go i also want to thank the wanderers for listening this far I want to thank you for checking out the Redwoods uh, breakdown because we finally got you an official breakdown. If you have questions, go ahead and shoot us 
on any of the social medias. We're happy to answer them or wanderingwayspodcast at gmail.com. But other than that, I'm not going to take too much time. I'm just going to hand it right on over to you, Reverend. Oh, all righty. Well, Reverend's final words of wisdom. Uh, stay beautiful, everybody. Cannot tell you how much I appreciate every single one of you for sticking through, listening, listening to all the episodes. Um, you know, we... I really can't tell you how much I appreciate you. You all are wonderful. Um, I love getting the feedback and stuff from about all the floods that are happening in Yellowstone. Uh, you know, peace out to them. You know, they're going through it right now. Um, but that's just classic Mother Nature being kind of pissed off that we're destroying her. So, like, maybe we should take care of it a little bit more. Or listen. Yeah, either or. You know, <laughs> one of the we gotta we gotta do it. You know, I. If you caught me doing the triathlon and marathon, I literally, I've been wearing a shirt for both of them that says save our oceans on the back of it. So, you know, we're out here trying to do it, try and take care, be better people, take care of the world. Um, but, you know, that being said, uh, peace out, everybody. Bye.